The share market continues to fall. Let's have a look. Good morning everyone, Florian Heiser here and welcome to another week. In this episode of Heiser Says, let's have a look at the share market which is continuing to fall, starting the week in a not so positive situation. I've got my Steiner coffee and let's jump right in to this article. Now this is the first one I want to look at, it's from the ABC. So share slump continues as the ASX extends its losing streak to a seventh straight session. So seven sessions in a row. And to get a good visual understanding of that, we'll just jump over here to Trading Economics, one of my favorite websites. We can have a look here at stocks and we will look at the ASX 200. And that this index will give us a good, <laughs> a good graphic showing you just how dramatic that fault has been. So all of the gains in the market since 16th of May have now disappeared or evaporated in a few days. That's not normal, is it? Let's let's jump out. We'll have a look at 10 years. We can see here we've had, you know, 15th. We had a, a sharp dry dive. We'll go all the way out. Here we go. Are we at another GFC, guys? In November 2007, look at that fall. Climbing back up, down, 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 right down to here. Are we in a similar situation? We'll have to see. We will have to see. So the share slump continues. Oh, I've already read that. We'll go here. The Australian share market has tumbled in early trading, extending its losing streak to a seventh straight session. By 1020 Australian Eastern Standard Time, the All Ordinaries Index was down by 2.2% to 6,369 points, wiping off $44 billion in value from Australia's listed companies. Those losses come on top of around $240 billion that was lost on the local market last week. Just six of the top 200 stocks were in positive territory, while all sectors were posting losses led by resources. Now that's not surprising, considering the potential disruption to international trade that we're going to experience. Iron ore miner Fortescue fell heavily in early trade, 10%, after a measure of activity in China's manufacturing sector plunged to a record low in February, and we looked at that yesterday. It follows the worst week since October 2008 in the midst of the global financial crisis for the ASX and Wall Street. The Dow Jones index lost 12.4% over the week, or more than 3,500 points. On Friday, the ASX 200 was down more than 10% from its record high posted the previous Thursday. So the markets expect the Reserve Bank to cut. So I'm going to, let's have a look. I'll jump to the ASX website and we can check here to see what the expectations are. This is the rate tracker. Well, they haven't updated it. They haven't updated the tracker here, but I mean, if the markets are expecting a cut, I would not be surprised considering what's happening in international trade and the potential implications for our economy, for our resource sector, for all parts of the Australian economy, if we get another cut, if we get another cut down to 0.5. And then from there, the next stop is 0.25 and then it's QE. Then you might have that all flooding right back into the stock market again. So, Markets have now priced in a 25 basis point rate cut by the Reserve Bank when its board meets tomorrow. 
U.S. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell said the central bank is closely monitoring the coronavirus outbreak and the implications for the economic outlook. We'll use our tools and act as appropriate to support the economy, Mr. Powell said. J.P. Morgan Chief Economist Sally Auld said the fact the Fed officials are now actively discussing policy support in addition to the downside risks to economic growth and financial markets, pricing in the chance of a global recession, mean the case for the RBA to cut rates in March is clear. The Reserve Bank will be responding foremost to protecting against the higher chance of global recession. Officials' comment, uh, officials commentary in recent months has highlighted that global developments could be an important driver of policy outcomes in Australia, Dr. Ald said. Well, I don't think that would surprise anyone who's been following the news. So let's have a look at another piece. And this one is from news.com by James Hall. And, you know, the market panic and expert shares tips on how to cash in on the stock market plunge. Now, a viewer sent me a screenshot. He was shorting a whole lot of things, you know, shorting a whole lot of stuff. I was doing a, a, a test, you know, in their simulated account to try and put a short in. And it said, will not process this order due to high volatility in this uh, market. So I wouldn't put it in. I was trying to see what would happen if I could test short Qantas. Um, well, so not uh, financial advice, guys. I wasn't even doing it for real myself. I was just testing. But the thing is, you know, there's a lot of volatility, guys. You can get gapping. You can jump all over the place. I wouldn't rush right into it. Well, I'm not rushing right into it. The Australian share market has tumbled more than 2% at the open as the deadly coronavirus spreads across the planet and stifles trading prospects. Last week's loss of nearly 10% was its fourth greatest fall since 1980 and inspired worrying comparisons of, with two of the worst crashes over the, the that time. The market had only lost more during the 1987 Black Monday crash and the beginning of the global financial crisis in 2008. After the, the local market closed on Friday, Wall Street suffered heavy losses. This was expected to result in a continual slide when the markets opened on Monday, compounded by the spike in coronavirus cases over the weekend and its true impact through the release of poor Chinese economic data. Well, we've seen that. It, it's, it's crazy. The manufacturing and services PMIs uh, and the purchasing managers, you know, index just plunged. So sentiment, well, not sentiment, um, pessimism has increased and the, its manufacturing and services are contracting in China, which is no surprise at all with what's going on. The S&P ASX 200 index was down 140.4 points or 2.18% at 6,308 at 10.15 Australian Eastern Standard Time, while the broader All Ordinaries Index plummeted 147.3 points or 2.26%. The Australian dollar was hit, buying 64.69 US cents, down from 65.22 US cents when the market closed on Friday. And I will just look over to the screen here to have a look and see what the dollar is right now as recording. Ooh, 64.91. So we're We've broken that 65 cent barrier, guys. We've definitely broken that 65 cent barrier. It looks like it's going to be another hard week for the ASX. Uh, Berman Chief Investment Officer Julia Lee told news.com.au. She said the comparisons to the 80 and 08 crash, crash puts the current panic into perspective. There you go. 
It's more the speed at which the market's adjusting to the economic implications of the coronavirus. At the moment, it does look like the severity of the virus is worse than what the market expected and its duration is unknown. The market slide comes just weeks after the ASX 200 was at all-time highs, it always is, isn't it, which should present some profitable options for mum and dad investors. Mr. Lee said it's important to remember volatility is normal for stock markets. What we've seen in the past is it is an opportunity for long-term investors who can keep their cool, she told news.com.au. But the problem is we don't know how long this is going to go for. Um, we don't know how long this is going to go for. Where'd you write that? Who can keep their cool? I've lost my spot here in the thing. There we go. There we go. Uh, my base case scenario is that we start to see better news flow through by April. There you go. So do you think we could have another two months of declines, guys? What's that going to have? What's that going to implications of that going to be on the economy? Or more importantly, what's that going to mean for consumer confidence? Because if if people are worried, if you're hearing all these concerns in the news about this virus and it's the economic implications, we get another cash rate cut coming through. What is that going to do to consumer confidence? Are people going to make those frivolous purchases? I mean, yesterday we went retail shopping. Rachel bought some cast iron cookware. Uh, not because uh, we're planning to have to cook out in the bush, but because it's a re it actually fortifies your food with iron when you cook by it. It gives universal heat. It's bloody heavy though. And we want to avoid any of the uh, aluminium or Teflon in the food. So we're going real old school. And it kind of, considering how much uh, fat we use in our cooking, it doesn't really matter anymore, the non-stick stuff. So that was our consumer shopping. And that's when we, we found out that the online price that Myers were advertising was different to the in-shop price. So Rachel ended up going to a camping shop instead. There, well, there you go. Um, I, when we see falls of more than 2% in one session, it can be quite scary, but it's also quite normal. I went back 11 years and crunched all the times the Aussie market have, has fallen more than 2% on an average. It's about seven times a year. When I see volatility hit, my general rule of thumb is that we can expect it to generally stay about two or three months. About six or eight weeks after it started, my strategy is to slowly start accumulating stock. So there you go. Her strategy is to slowly start accumulating stock, dollar cost averaging. That could be an opportunity. Looking at what you know, what would you, what would you recommend, guys? Let us know in the comments. If if say in the next couple of months, what would you be keeping your eye on to buy? Let us know. So thank you everyone for watching. We'll have to wait and see how the market goes today. We've got some economic data coming out. Uh, the job adverts, which I want to watch. We've had the manufacturing data come out already, and uh, it's slightly better than last time. Slight increase, but we'll have to keep an eye out. So I'll, I'll compile all the day's economic data for Australia into one episode and do that as another thing. So guys, thanks for watching. Please like, share, and subscribe to the channel. If you're a fan, there are a few ways you can support us. You can share the content, get the video out there, help the channel grow. You can support us on Patreon with a small monthly donation. You can join the channel here as a supporter or, a rec uh, or receive recognition and get badges and emojis. We've got two levels there. You can use our affiliate links for Amazon and eBay for your consumer purchases. When you make a purchase in Amazon or eBay, we receive a small commission that doesn't cost you a cent. We also have affiliate links for Independent Reserve and KuCoin for your crypto trading. If you do any trades, we receive a share of the fee you pay. It doesn't cost you anything.
We also have pocket squares that you can purchase from the Heisersys website, one right there behind me. And finally, PayPal if you want to contribute that way. Thanks to everyone who's helping support the channel. I really appreciate it. It lets me create these type of videos quite easily and more importantly, invest in equipment. Next is I'm saving up for hard drives <laughs> to, to store all the data and uh, probably a good decision to not record in 4K because just doing the 1080p is adding up. Anyway, guys, take care and I'll see you next time. Bye for now.